Welcome to the Fidget TV Network. This is Elder Newsom. Uh, we want to welcome all of you as subscribers to our YouTube and Facebook social media channels. We just want to uh, extend our uh, thank you to each and every one of our listening audience. And we want to say to the people of God, please continue to follow us as we expound on the word of God on a weekly basis. Our air times are on Monday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. And on Wednesdays, we start at about 1 p.m. to 2 p.m. Please join us there weekly. On Friday, we have our prayer, touch and agree hour. So if you have any prayer requests or any petitions that you'd like to have uh, connected or touch and agree with, please join us there. We hope to see you soon. So remember to subscribe and we hope to see you there. God bless you. Thank you. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Monday. We bring you greetings in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who is the head of our life. We give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church, and to our Lady Paulette Murchison, and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Newsom. We thank and praise God for uh, what God is yet doing for us and the people of God. And so we thank God for you as well. And we want to uh, get started with our sidebars. We uh, get started uh, today on our Faith in God Internet TV broadcast as we talk on the daily bread. Uh, we truly need daily bread uh, to be our sustenance uh, and our substance uh, for our spiritual life. And so we need the word, saints. And so this is why we're here. Uh, we're here to encourage as well as share uh, words of hope to the people of God. And so we want to get right down to our sidebar. As you would know, uh, we're living in the last days and we're still uh, dealing with some things as it relates to uh, these end time events. Uh, there is another mass shooting that has happened out in Los Angeles. Uh, there was one, uh, I think, uh, Friday, Friday. I think there was one at, uh, I believe, a Walmart uh, of some sort. And then there was just one on yesterday uh, where, unfortunately, uh, almost almost a dozen people lost their lives or were injured. So you got 10 that lost their lives and you probably got a dozen that was hurt. And so we want to pray for those families uh, as our heart go out for those uh, individuals and their families, uh, because it could be any of our, our family or our loved ones that this could be happening to. And so we want to be mindful, saints, that um, these are praying times. And we also want to be uh, really uh, sympathetic and have empathy for those that are going through uh, various things in this in this particular time that we're in. And so we want to be praying for those families. Let's pray for a pastor, first lady. Let's pray for uh, those that are viewing the broadcast today. Uh, let us pray, you know, that God will comfort all the people of God, as well as encourage those that are looking on the broadcast, especially those that are seeking uh, for higher heights and deeper depths in the Lord. And so we're going to be uh, diving in. We're going to go into a word of prayer. But I wanted to get that sidebar out the way was that the safest place in the whole wide world is in the will of God. And we want to make sure that if you're not in the will of God, that you uh, know what it's going to take and and know um the importance of uh, getting an, a spiritual insurance policy. I know we get insurance for our cars. We get insurance for uh, our property, our homes, even the products that we purchase in the store. We get some type of uh, protection plan. And I just, if I just want to encourage you today, uh, you need a spiritual protection plan. And even if you leave this life, we talked about eternity last week, but this week we're going to be talking about devotion. Our main topic is going to be devotion, but we're going to be talking about spiritual growth and devotion. Uh, that's where I believe uh, the rubber meets the road for believers. And uh, Jesus put it more emphatically and perfectly that they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And as we talk about uh, devotion today. We're going to talk about spiritual growth, which is one of those pillars, one of those key pillars. And uh, there's also five pillars to 
uh, the spiritual growth. And we're going to talk about them. Uh, and uh, we we just going to discuss them today and we'll be covering these things this week. So I just want to let you know, I do have some uh, notes and scriptures that I have wrote down and some scriptures uh, God will just bring to my mind and feed us with what's needed. And so that's what we're depending upon. But we did make a few notes as it relates to this topic. And so we don't want to be all scripted. I, I like to have a few notes and let the Holy Ghost take over. And so that's what we plan to do. And so be praying for us as we pray for you and your family. So let us go before his throne uh, at this time. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord, as we come before thee and before thy throne, we thank you, Lord, for your blessing today. And Father, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, you would honor the petition of the people of God, those, oh God, that's desiring prayer. We ask, oh God, you would look on their families and their loved ones. We pray for the sick, those that are, oh God, emotionally, oh God, oh God, disturbed and detached. We pray in the name of Jesus, God, that you would touch them in the name of Jesus and send healing their way. We pray for all leaders and pastors, God. We pray, God, for the elders. We pray, God, for the ministerial body and the body of Christ in the name of Jesus. Not only organization and local churches, but we pray for, oh God, ministry at large that you would touch in the name of Jesus. And Lord, you would grant healing and deliverance, oh God, that your people, oh God, Oh, know that you're there and that you're caring, oh God, that your presence would, oh God, be manifested, oh God, not only to them, but through their lives that others might be healed, touched and delivered. Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise. We thank you for healing and deliverance now for all of those, oh God, oh God, that said, pray for us, God. We, oh God, oh God, ask now and petition you, oh God, to forgive us all, Lord, for every, oh God, transgression, sin, omission and commission, Lord. Forgive us, Lord God, and oh God, help us, teach us thy ways, oh God, that we would teach others, that we would teach transgressors, oh God, oh God, to turn to thee. Father, we thank you and we praise you now and we lift you up. We give you the glory and the praise. Look on Missionary Newsom, Lord God. Look on, oh God, every married couple, Lord God. Look on the Covenants, oh God. We pray thy blessing today in the name of Jesus. Oh God, let your blood cover, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And oh God, we speak healing and deliverance. And Father, we decree and declare and we thank you for it. Bless, oh God, bless in the name of Jesus. Bless like only that you can, Lord. Bless, oh God, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you and we forever give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So we thank God for um, the prayer that's been prayed. And so we're going to go uh, just a little bit farther uh, in the name of the Lord. And so as we uh, move on just a little bit farther. We want to talk about spiritual growth as it relates to uh, devotion. And uh, we will uh, uh, cover some things uh, as it relates to uh, this particular topic. And we're going to get some scriptures um, uh, to cover uh, some of the things that we want to cover today. But I want to uh, encourage the people of God uh, uh, to know that uh, we must take uh, our spiritual walk seriously. Uh, we must uh, understand that it's important uh, that believers 
everywhere would have uh, devoted themselves uh, some personal time with Jesus Christ. And the first thing we should do uh, when we wake up in the morning and the Lord allows us to open our eyes is we should be able to give God thanks. Okay. We should be able to give God thanks and uh, we should uh, be able to give God praise. And that's what we, that's what we should do. We should, we should give God thanks and we should give God praise as it relates to uh, devoting our lives to him. So that's, that's one of the things that we uh, want to do. And uh, one of the commandments was that we should love the Lord uh, with all our heart, with all our mind, with all our soul, with all our strength. And uh, devotion requires us not only to serve God, but devotion, uh, true devotion requires and uh, has to be intertwined with love. We have to have a love for God. We have to have a love for the things of God. And uh, if we don't have a love for the things of God, we won't be loyal. We won't be faithful to those things. And neither will we have any enthusiasm. We won't be uh, enthused about, you see some people, they come to church, they look dry. You know, they look like they've been sucking on lemons all day, some folk, or they got a bunch of rocks in their mouth. Um, these types of things will cause people to act out. But when there's a true, genuine love, you know, there's an expression of adoration, uh, thanksgiving, you know, uh, you know, scripture talks about in, uh, I believe, uh, Philippians 4 and 6, he said, be careful for nothing. But by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God, which pass all understanding, should keep your hearts and mind. So we should have a love for God and enthusiasm that will cause us not only to uh, spectate, but participate in what God is doing. And this is what's so important for us as a people of God. We we must see this and we must uh, understand the importance of this because when we are devoted, we will have not only uh, uh, religion or religious worship, but we would, uh, we would aim uh, our lives in such a way that they will point uh, to God with respect. We will live our lives in such a way that it would directly point to God in respect. And this is why Jesus uh, told the disciples and told those uh, in the New Testament, he said, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. This is the direct reflection of who we are and whose we are. And oh, glory be to God. I know we lay claim to know God and having God, but our actions will really display the content of our character as it relates to devotion. When we're devoted to God, we will pray. Uh, we, were, we will um, commit ourselves hmm, and submit ourselves in obedience uh, to leadership. And I want to take this uh, quick sidebar, which is not in my notes, 
I want to take this quick sidebar to share with you that uh, thank God for my pastor, Bishop Murchison. He did an excellent job on uh, bringing the word on uh, Sunday morning service. And, uh, you know, he really just, you know, dealt with a nutshell of, of things. And, uh, you know, as a young preacher myself, I'm learning a whole lot. And, uh, you know, Bishop is pumping a lot of information into me as a young elder in the church because uh, he knows the urgency of the time. And he knows that uh, those ministers that are under him, uh, he has a great responsibility to impart and leave a legacy with us uh, because he constantly is telling us that he don't know how much time any of us got. And so he's not relaxed or he's not oblivious to the fact that the time clock is running. And neither should we as it relates to being devoted to God. And, um, you know, he's constantly giving me little nuggets and things like that that I'm grabbing. And he looked at me yesterday and he said, uh, I don't know how many people caught this, but he said, you know, I realize that I can't help everybody, you know, or you can't help everybody, you know, and that's helping us, uh, you know, uh, prepare ourselves, you know, in, in launch of ministry and doing ministry because, you know, we have to spend time with uh, seeking God and getting discernment from God so we can know what battles to fight or what fires to put out. Otherwise, we'll just we'll run ourselves raggedy. Praise God. And so I, I thank God for him sharing that because we have to really be led of God uh, where it's going to count the most. Otherwise, we will uh, get great. We will get bald headed. We will get uh, stressed. We will get heart failure, you know, pulling on folk that don't have a mind to serve God. And so I'm not saying that we should uh, abandon anyone. Jesus said in the scriptures that we should leave the 99 and go get the one. But that one that wants to be led, that's what Jesus was referring to. He wasn't referring to a goat. He was referring to a sheep that went astray. Let's make sure we got the scripture right before we start saying, oh, well, you know, the preacher, the pastor ain't concerned about folk. See, people will misunderstand you. So I want to make sure I make it clear that Jesus was referring to the sheep that goes astray and wanders off, that sheep wants to be led, but somehow just uh, uh, got off track. And when you want to be led, you don't have to drag a person back in the fold. You can simply encourage them and they'll they'll follow uh, the shepherd's voice. And Bishop did a good job talking about that, that big rock wall and the, the shepherd stayed at the mouth of the door. And he said, I'm the good shepherd. He really gave me a mouthful of knowledge on yesterday and I'm still chewing on it. But I want to talk about spiritual growth. This is how we get spiritual growth is by following leadership also. But God wants us first to be devoted to him. We must love him. And we must love him as much as we love our necessary daily food. Praise God. Uh, David said that he uh, his heart panted after the after the Lord as a deer panted after the water. And so that's that's a strong love and affection and devotion toward God. Praise God. Hmm? And not things because we can get caught up in doing things and doing, you know, us 
But the most important thing of our devotion is we will pursue habits that will shape our hearts to be toward God. Oh, glory be to God. We will pursue habits that will include God in the center of our lives and never leave God second or leave God in the background. But God will always be in the forefront of our planning. And we know uh, far as the scripture, I'm just doing the introduction. I haven't started teaching yet. But I want to just give the introduction, you know, uh, in Proverbs, uh, we quote it all the time. Proverbs chapter three, verse number five and six. It tells us that we should trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding. But in all thy ways, acknowledge him. And he shall direct thy path. And that's what devotion has to deal with is we want to be so devoted to God that we so close to God that we'll be able to communicate to God hmm, in such a way that we have close relationship with God, fellowship, hmm, relationship that God will be able to direct our path uh, in every situation and, and circumstance and instance in our lives. And that's a lot of devotion. But that's what this life is about. It's about uh, really uh, having uh, uh, six roots to discipleship. If we're going to have the first, you know, we're going to be, you know, a disciple of God. Devotion is the is the second thing that's going to be needed after the foundation. You're going to need a foundation. We talked about the five pillars of the foundation. And now we're talking about devotion that's going to cultivate spiritual growth. Oh, glory be to God. We're going to talk about it. Devotion develops and also uh, 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 facilitates spiritual growth. All right. And we must know how uh, uh, to obtain it because if we don't know how to obtain it, we will uh, we will find ourselves doing something and uh, we'll find ourselves just doing something and not really observe uh, the meaning or the depth behind what we're doing. And so I'll give you a perfect example was the was the scribes, the Pharisees, they knew the law, they knew the commandments but they were not devoted to God. You say, well, how, how could that be? They had the law, but it's more than just knowing, but this is a doing way. You know, we're not like that man that behold his face in a glass, in a dark glass or in a glass, and then walk away and forget what manner of man he is. The law was to show, you know, their sinfulness and how far they were away from God's uh, law, from him, from his presence. And we also have the Holy Ghost on the inside of us, which also lets us know, and the Word of God lets us know uh, how near and how close we are to God. Hmm? We're not close to God if we hate our brother and say we love God. All right? I just want to make it plain. So we're going to get into some things today. Uh, we must love our brother. And uh, he said, this is how all men know that you are my disciple, because you have love one toward another. This is how the world know that we have the love of God. We pass from death to life because we love the brethren. Praise God. So we're going to, we're going to get into some things today, but we're going to, we're going to take our time and break it down. Sometime I do get excited. So 
Y'all just know Brun Newsom like the word. And so if I get excited, I'm not yelling, I'm not hollering, I'm not Bible beating, but I love the word of God. So let's take a look here. Uh, devotion has to be uh, in the definition of it. Uh, it means to have a strong religious feeling. But I want to go a step farther. This is more than a feeling. But this is what the dictionary kind of deals with. The Merriam-Webster dictionary kind of deals with it. A religious exercise or practice other than regular worship of a congregation. So devotion goes beyond the norm. You know, some people say, well, you know, I went to church Sunday and I sat there and I heard the sermon and I left. That's your reasonable service. Oh, glory be to God. But we are not of those straight jacket people. Those straight, we're not of those of the straight jacket church where we come in and we 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 come in dry and we leave dry. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And I'm not saying just because your shirt is ringing wet that uh that that means that you've had service. But what I'm saying is it goes uh farther than just basic uh general worship. Praise God. Hmm? We really get in. We you really got to get involved, you know. And some somebody said when I was coming up early in Christ uh, as a babe in Christ, they say if you really want to really feel the presence of God, you got to get ugly for the Lord. Praise God! And I found that to be true. You got to get ugly for the Lord, cause cute folk won't get much. Praise God! But I just want to let you know I've experienced it, and I'm not telling you something that I haven't experienced. And so when you get ugly for the Lord. Uh, pride is out the way, people are out the way, and it's just you and God. Praise God. And so these are some of the things that have helped me over the years. But look, a religious exercise or practice other than regular worship of a congregation, an act of devoting or quality of being devoted. And you know, when we say we're devoted to God, we don't drag in the church a half an hour late. Oh, glory be to God. And then we we're, that's synonymous to Cain. You know, we know what God requires, but then we give him less than what he required. Praise God. Hmm? And I believe in the book of Malachi. Uh, uh, I believe uh, the word of God came to Malachi and let him know about the people of Israel and about him and his people and let them know they were in a backslidden condition. And they were giving the blind and the lame sacrifices, offering them up to God. And he said, give them to your governors and see if that'll be accepted. Praise God. I'm just paraphrasing. And so these are some of the things we'll be get caught in doing when we don't understand devotion, which develops our spiritual growth. OK, and so we're going to talk about some things today. The act of quality of being devoted, strong love, affection. Do you love God? Uh, I love God. Uh, do you have strong affection for God hmm? or does everything get in your way uh, and, and causes God to be put last in your life? Uh, are you really dedicated to God? Can God depend on you to be at church on time and to be counted if you're needed? Hmm? Sometimes we want to know if we need it before we will put forth a faithful effort to God. Hmm? But will you be there on time if they don't call you to do nothing? Oh, praise be the name of God. And there must be faithfulness, fidelity. Hmm? Israel cheated on God. What are you saying, Brother Newson? Israel cheated on God. They, they served everything but God. Hmm? 
What are you saying? We can put other things before God. We cannot be steadfast. No consistency with God. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. No godliness, no holiness, no sanctification. Hmm? But I want to let you know, when you are devoted to God, that will be genuine worship. That will be prayer. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And there will be a sense of awe, A-W-E, praise God, when you come into his presence. And so we're going to talk about some things today. Uh, one of the things I want you to focus on is pursuing uh, in your life throughout this year. We should be pursuing uh, and cultivating uh, good, wholesome habits and, 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 and character that will shape our heart toward God, that will shape us and mold us into a more God-fearing uh, form, praise God. Uh, Romans 12 and 1, it talks about, I, will, I beseech thee, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, devotion. Hmm? And a living sacrifice means to be holy, and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And he says, be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove that which is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Hmm? And so we just, uh, you know, uh, in and out of his will, that's not the perfect will of God. You got to get over in here and stay. You can't have your foot in two places. You can't straddle the fence over here, but you got to be all the way over on the Lord's side. Praise God. And so we're going to talk about some things that we talk about the six risks to discipleship. We talked about the first one, which was the foundation. Number two is devotion. And now under the five pillars uh, of devotion, we're going to talk about the first one, which is going to be spiritual growth. All right. That's pillar number one. We're going to talk about spiritual growth. Now, let's go to Psalms chapter 42. We're getting ready to start teaching now. I think I did enough jibber jabbering. So now we're going to go to Psalms chapter uh, 42. Let's see what it says and uh, see what we can come up with here. Psalms chapter 42. He says here in Psalms 42 and 1. As the heart panted after the water brooks, so panted my soul after the O God. Verse number two, my soul thirsted for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Oh, glory be to God. When we go to that meeting place, oh, we should be excited. Oh, glory to God. Huh? We should uh, be excited. Hmm? The dear life depends upon water. Our lives depend upon God. It is the Lord's mercy that we're not consumed because his compassion fell it not. Hmm? And there's new mercies every morning. Don't tell me I'm not to be excited. I'm excited. All oh, glory be to God because somebody didn't wake up today. And aren't you glad that God smiled on you one more day? 
huh? And he has caused his face to shine upon you. Glory. And he's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Look at this. Those who seek uh, uh, God, Matthew 6 and 33 says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hmm? We should seek the king and not the things. These are faithful words of my bishop. Bishop Murchison teaches us we should seek the king and not the things. Praise God. Oh, glory be to God. And I know that to be a true uh, uh, saying. That's a true fact. Because many times as a younger man, I could have got caught up, you know, just working, working, working. I got to make money. I got to do this. I got to do that. And uh, could have been spiritually dead. Praise God. But I thank God that we must have balance. You know, I believe Proverbs talks about uh, in Proverbs 11 somewhere. And he says a false balance is an abomination. Praise God. So we don't want to be have a false balance, but we want to be uh Balance so much so that God will stay in the forefront. He will be first. Praise God. Those that seek the Lord uh, will understand that they will be in eternity with God if they stay uh, with their relationship and keep the statutes of God. Uh, Sometimes we feel separated. Hmm? And we should thirst after God. We should long after God hmm? that God may restore the relationship. If there if there's an area in your life where relationship has been interrupted between you and God, hmm? that relationship can be restored through uh, the proper aspect of devotion hmm? that will cause you to get back into growing again, spiritually growing back in God. When your growth stops, your devotion stops. Oh, glory be to God. This is what's wrong with people today in the church. They don't have no devotion to God. Hmm? They only devoted to those that, oh, glory be to God. I don't want to talk about nobody, but sometimes we're more devoted to our leaders than we are to God. Oh, glory be to God. And God wants us to be devoted to our leaders. Don't misunderstand me. I am committed to doing everything that my pastor wants me to do. That's not what I'm talking about. But it will be an abomination for me to obey the oh, obey the man of God, obey the pastor, and not obey the spirit of the living God. When he tells me to get down and pray, I don't pray. Hmm? Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And so it's better to obey than to sacrifice, praise God. Hmm? And so we should love our leaders. We should follow our leaders. We should obey our leaders. But we must also hear the spirit of the living God when it moves upon us and talk to us and want to draw us closer over in the midnight hour, wake us up and want to talk to us and want to deal with us. Praise God. Hmm? We ought to be wanting a closer, tighter relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. That's what I'm talking about. Hmm? Because we should be close to our leaders. We should be faithful and dedicated and obedient to leadership. But it's an abomination. Oh, glory be to God to block out God and only hear man. I'm just trying to make it plain for you. Look at this. Because we got to understand that our life depends upon God. That is the life giver. Praise God. Hmm? And Jesus said it perfectly in Matthew chapter four, uh, verse number four, 
that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And so we need God hmm, in our spiritual growth, and we must stay devoted to him and him alone. Praise God. Hmm? And if we stay devoted to God, God will grant us everything that we need to be successful in his kingdom. So we're going to go uh, uh, and read just a little bit more. But he says here, he says, my tears have been uh, my meat day and night while they continue to say, where is thy God? Hmm? So uh, I want to say something here. Uh, David, prayer, he prayed for rescue. He prayed for a call to worship, and he confessed his sins, and he was encouraged to trust God. Hmm? Sometimes we're hurt by our friends, hmm? but we have to pray for them that have misused us. All oh, glory be to God. Hmm? We got to have a sense of worship, even in the worst hour that we're confronted with in this walk. We're in some dangerous times. So we're going to go to our next scripture. We're going to go to Ephesians now. We're going back to the New Testament. Go to me, uh, go, go with me to uh, Ephesians chapter 4. We're going to go to Ephesians chapter 4, and then we're going to let you go. We, we're not going to hold you long today. Uh, but I do have uh, quite a few scriptures. We're going to go to Ephesians uh, chapter 4. And uh, we're going to go to Ephesians chapter 4. And we're going to go to uh, verse number 12. All right. Hey, okay. Verse number 12. It says, for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto a mature man, unto a holy man. I'm just, I'm breaking it down, paraphrasing. Till we call all, until we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure and the stature of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slate of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body fitly joined together and compacted by that which every joint supplied, according to the effectual working in the measure of every part, making increase of the body unto the edifying of itself. So it's very important um, that we have spiritual growth. Perfecting has to deal with equipping us. You know, uh, uh, you know, when he talks about uh, for the perfecting of the saints, that means to equip us. So we need to be equipped for spiritual growth in our devotion. Devotion equips us for spiritual growth. That's what I'm saying to you. 
devotion equips us for spiritual growth. Hmm? If there is no devotion, there won't be no growth. Hmm? If somebody got to come in and every service, they got to tell you, clap your hands. They got to tell you to pat your feet. They got to tell you to do everything. Does that sound like there's any free will or adoration toward the God that you serve? We should never be made to worship. Oh, glory be to God. I will freely worship the Lord. Glory. I will freely worship it. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? And it's very important that we come in ready for worship. Oh, glory be to God. I know. Um, I know I'm messing up. But we need to come in ready for worship. Because if we don't come in ready for worship, oh, glory be to God. We won't have no strong feeling. We won't have no love to our God. We won't have no excitement. We won't have no enthusiasm for all the things that he have done for us. In the book of Psalms, he said, what shall I render unto the Lord for all his many benefits? Hmm? What shall I render? You know, one scripture says in Psalms 107, he says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. If you've been redeemed, I don't, I don't need you to tell me to clap my hands. Glory. Oh, glory to God. Hmm? I've been redeemed and I got a reason. Oh, glory be to God. I thought about that song Mother Cookie sings. Uh, Mother Lillian Sykes, she sings that song, I Got a Reason to Praise the Lord. I got a reason, praise God. And you do have a reason as well. And since you have that reason, exercise your right to worship and praise God when the song is being sung. It doesn't matter who leading the song. I'm going to clap my hands. Oh, glory be to God, huh? And there's times we're weighted down. There's sometimes we're going through things. But I still owe God a praise. Praise God. Let's take a look here. We're going to go to um, Timothy chapter, 1 Timothy chapter 4. I want to, I'm going somewhere, 1 Timothy chapter 4. We're going to take a look here. And uh, let's take a look at 1 Timothy chapter 4. And let's go to verse number 11. I want to show you something here about spiritual growth. All right. All right, let's take a look. These things command and teach, he says here. He said, these things command and teach. And he says, let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believers in word. We got to be an example in the word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit. Even our spirit got to be right in faith and in purity. Oh, glory be to God. That's a lot of work. Hmm? When you're talking about devotion, producing spiritual growth. And when you're devoted, it'll produce all of these things we just talked about here. In uh, 1 Timothy 4 and 11, he says, Till I come, give attendance to reading and to exhortation. And to doctrine. Doctrine means teaching. Hmm? We were taught, you know, and everybody gets a different teaching, you know, uh, from their household. When they grow up, every, every family taught similar principles, but some were uh, enforced slightly different, if that makes any sense. 
but we cannot afford, no matter what house we're in, not to have devotion toward God. That's going to destroy the house, praise God. We must have that. Mm? We must have devotion as a believer toward God. Mm? And I know that it will produce spiritual growth. He said, neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given uh, thee by prophecy with the land on of hands of the presbyter, which was the elders. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly unto them that thy profiting may appear to all. And he says, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, which is the teaching of the apostles. Hmm? And he says, continue in them. For in doing this, thou shall both save thyself and them that hear thee. All glory be to God. Oh, glory to God. I'm excited today. I got a lot to chew on here, but I'm excited because we need to take a look at these things that it may produce spiritual growth. All right. And so we, we, um, uh, we got more scripture for you, but we, I think we're getting close to the time. I think we're going to cut off early today. We're going to go another 10 minutes. If you can just stay with me, I got uh second Peter three and 18. Let's go to second Peter three and 18. We're going to get that for you. But I'd like to stay here uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 2. So let's let's go to 2 Timothy chapter 2. I want to go to 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let's go there real quick. I need to go here for a reason. Uh, and let's take a look. As believers... When we're devoted, we're not ashamed of our devotion. Paul says I'm in Romans 1 and 16, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it's the power of God under salvation. All right. So we're not ashamed. But he says here in 2 Timothy 2 and 15. I would read 14, but I'm headed somewhere. Let's go to 2 and 15. He says, study to show thyself approved unto God. Hmm? We don't study to show how much scripture we know, how much knowledge we possess. Hmm? Hmm? We study so that we might have an understanding uh, of what God is saying to us and that we might know the scriptures to walk in them. Mm -hmm. Because if we're doing it to prove to others what we know and don't do any of it, we're we nothing more than a scribe and a Pharisee. Mm -hmm. yeah, you know, we're, we're nothing more than, you know, just a Bible thumper. So James 1 and 22 says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own self. And there's no need to be going through all these scriptures, talking about all these scriptures. And can't live one of them. I was told by one of the older bishops, uh, late Bishop Baker, you know, um, it's not about how many scriptures, you know, live the ones that, you know, oh, glory be to God. And then God will open up the door 
for more room through your true devotion and your spiritual growth because you're not doing it to be seen. Look at this. And we got to make sure we study in the Bible that we might get closer to God, that we may have a stronger relationship, that we may know him. According to Philippians 3 and 10, that we may know him in the power of his resurrection, in the fellowship of his suffering, and to be made conformable unto his death. It don't mean a hill of beans to know all these scriptures and not do any of them. Oh, glory be to God. Let me get out of here. Hmm? We're nothing more than a hypocrite if we just study scripture and don't do none of them. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Hmm? And I didn't come this far to be no hypocrite. Let's take a look here. He says, study to show thyself to prove unto God. A workman that needed not to be ashamed. Hmm? You should be ashamed if you know the scripture and don't do it. The Bible says unto him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not to him it is sin. And this is why our devotion must be backed up by spiritual growth. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? Because we know that milk those that are unskillful in the word are on milk, but those that are on meat, oh, they desire the sincere milk of the word that they may grow thereby. Let's take a look. He says here, study show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth, but shun profane and vain babblings. For they will increase unto more ungodliness, and their word will eat as do it a canker, of whom Hymenaeus and Philetus, who concerning the truth have erred, saying the resurrection is already past, and overthrow the faith of some. And he says there, nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure. Having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Hmm? And let everyone, if you name in the name of Christ, he says, depart from iniquity. Hmm? There is no believer, has no business getting tied up in iniquity knowingly. Hmm? So we got to depart. If we name in the name of Christ, we got we to gotta get out of iniquity. We got to stay away from that. We got to abstain from the very appearance of evil. All right? But we're not going to read all of 2 Timothy because we got we to gotta gain some ground here. Um, I want to go to 2 Peter. Uh, I want to go to 2 Peter here. So we got to get out of here uh, as it relates to uh, the topic that we're on. We're going to go to 2 Peter. Um Chapter three. Second Peter chapter three. This is our final scripture, and then we're gonna let you go. Uh second Peter chapter three. All right. Let's go to second Peter chapter three, and we can go to uh first number seventeen. Second Peter 3 and 17. Now, if you want to talk about and learn a little bit more about the growing aspect, you can read this entire chapter. It's dealing with growing Christian. We want to just focus on two verses of scripture, which is found in the latter part of Second Peter chapter 3, 
verse number 17 and 18. Let's take a look. Let's take a closer look. All right, let's zoom in. Now, as we look at 2 Peter 3 and 17 and 18, he says, Ye therefore, beloved, seeing ye know the things before, beware lest ye also being led away with the error of the wicked. Fall away from your own steadfastness. He says, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. So he says here, he uh, emphatically here encourages the new converts and the believers uh, that had different backgrounds, different personalities, different upbringing. Because a lot of people say, well, I wasn't brought up like they were brought up. The Bible fits everybody. Hmm? God's God got a one size fit all. We we don't, but God's word has a one size fit all. Because if you're going to be in Christ, uh, we must grow hmm? in our as we devote our lives to Him. We grow with a spiritual understanding of what God requirements hmm? is for us by God's design to live holy. Praise God. Not, not my will. Jesus said, not my will, Lord, but thy will be done. All right. And that's what the kind of, that's the kind of attitude we must have when we demote, devote, when we devote our lives to God, according to Matthew 16, 24. Now look, to be a disciple, one must be disciplined. Uh, I want to, um, I, I want to share with you, Bishop taught me, and he's still teaching me, and I kind of uh, missed one of them when I was on last week, and I went back and studied again. This is why study is so important, to go back and recall what you may have missed. Huh? It makes no difference because I'm an elder of the church, I'm a minister. We sometimes miss it, but this is why I make notes when the bishop is preaching, pastors preach. I can go back and study and get it and chew on it some more and get an understanding of what the pastor and what the leader was telling me. We was at another service and Bishop was talking about the disciplines. He says the discipline of uh, forgetting. Hmm? Uh, we got to have the discipline of focus and we must have the discipline of following. All glory be to God. I know some of us, we didn't get it, we missed it, but I went back and got it, praise God. All glory be to God. We must have the discipline of forgetting, forgetting those th things which are behind. We must have the discipline of focusing, all oh, glory be to God, on the things that God has set before us. And we got to have the discipline of following to be a disciple of God. We got to have the discipline of following. And he said, my sheep hear my voice and a stranger they will not follow. Glory. Oh, glory be to God. You can see I'm getting excited now. Praise God. Mm, my Holy Ghost wheels are starting to run off. Now, let's take a look. He says here in 2 Peter chapter 3, now I'm going to read 18, 17 and 18 again. He says, ye therefore, beloved, seeing you know these things before, some things we know already. But as I said, we may, according to Hebrews, may let them slip. Hmm? We may forget. Hmm? 
But look, let's take a look. He says, you know, these things before beware. That means we need to take special note. He says, beware. Beware means we need to be warned. Less also being led away with the error of the wicked. Oh, glory be to God. We can be led away with false doctrine. Hmm? We can't be led away with every saying that's not backed up by scripture. Oh, glory be to God. We can't be led away. Oh, glory be to God. With somebody else say, I have my own version of truth. We can't be led away like that. But it must be line upon line, precept on precept, here a little and there a little. And it must be based upon the scripture according to St. John 5 and 39. He says, search the scriptures. For in them you think you have eternal life. So we must, if we're going to be devoted and we're going to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, it must be backed up by the word of God. All glory be to God. Let's take a look now. And he says here, being led away with the air of the wicked, fall away from your own steadfastness. But he admonished them to grow. As we talk about devotion, then one must pursue a habit of studying. Hmm? Uh, the discipline of forgetting your past. All oh, glory be to God. A discipline of focusing on the finish line. All oh, glory be to God. And a discipline of following hmm? the gospel of Christ. All oh, glory be to God. I got to get out of here. I got to go. But he says here, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. Amen. So I want to let you know, uh, Peter and Paul preached different viewpoints. But it was the same gospel. Look at this. They emphasize, Paul emphasized on salvation by grace and not law. And Peter was uh, talking about uh, the Christian life and service to God. Oh, this is what we're talking about, devotion, spiritual growth. Your life and service must add up. Mm? Your life must add up. Mm? That we are who we say we are. Huh? John 3 and 1 says, oh, glory be to God. Let me get it. I'm going to get First John and let you see what it says. I just, I just want to show you something. Behold, what man of love the Father bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world know us not because it knew him not. He said, beloved, now we are the sons of God. And it do not yet appear what we shall be. When he shall appear, we shall be like him. Glory. For we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope purify himself, even as he is pure. This is why our devotion uh, produces spiritual growth and must be toward God. Paul talks about uh, salvation by grace and not of works, hmm? and not the law. 
Peter talks about life and service toward God. Hmm? They didn't contradict each other. Uh, but they both stood against false teaching. Hmm? I, I want to say something here. Uh, Paul really stood against false teaching. And the reason why I paused for that moment, I was thinking about Galatians. Uh, let's go to Galatians. I got to go to Galatians chapter one. I want to show you something. Galatians one and six. I want to show you something that Paul really, uh, really uh, stood firm. And we in these last days, we must stand firm on the gospel of Christ against uh, this false teaching. And uh, it's a lot out there now. And uh, let me just, uh, I just want to get it for you. Uh, and then we're going to, we got to get out of here. Uh, one second here. Galatians 1 and uh one and six is after Corinthians here, second Corinthians. All right. Galatians one and six is after second Corinthians. Uh, all right. He says here, I marvel not. He's, I'm sorry. He says here in Galatians one and six, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another. But there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. He says, but though we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel than that which we have preached unto you, let him be a curse. And as we said before, he says that he emphasized it a second time, as we have said before, and he says, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you, then that ye have received, let him be a curse. I'm going to stop right there. So uh, Paul refuted uh, a lot of uh, false doctrine, false teaching, and even those that turned aside and began to pervert the gospel. Hmm? He let he let the uh, the new converts and the saints know that uh, he gave them over to Satan. Hmm? He put them in the hands of God that God may turn them over. Praise God that God may deal with them. And so I want to say this: that our spiritual growth is predicated on how serious our devotion, how how tight how dedicated, how committed we are to God. Paul, uh, he wrote uh, several writings in the sixth chapter of Corinthians, I mean, sixth chapter of Romans, I'm sorry. In the sixth chapter of Romans, he wrote several things about uh, shall we uh, sin because we're not under the law? He talked about that. He said, God forbid. And then Peter warns in the same reference here, as we talk about devotion and spiritual growth, 
we must warn new converts and believers about uh, mistakes. Hmm? We got to avoid mistakes. Everybody make them. But if we're doing the same thing over and over again, that becomes a habit. And if we're going to develop a proper habit that will shape our heart toward God, we got to make sure that the mistakes are less. All glory, less to none. All glory be to God. I know, I know I'm messing up here. But a lot of times we want to keep doing the same thing over and over again and repent for it and be in the prayer line on Sunday. That's not a mistake. Anything that becomes a habit, we can be habit forming. I know I got to go. I'm out of time. I got to go. We can be habit formers and we must break the cycle as it relates to sin and iniquity. Hmm? Righteousness shall exalt the nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Glory. But I want to let you know, he says here, it's better to know Jesus. Hmm? It's better to know Jesus. It's better to know Jesus. Because the more we know of him, the less attractive false teaching will be the less popularity you will be seeking for. And this is how people have gotten sidetracked. They're trying to get an audience. They're trying to get a following. They're trying to get a name for themselves. And God didn't tell us to do none of that. But he told us, according to the apostles' teaching, he said, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove and exhort all oh, glory to God with all long suffering and doctrine. Glory. I got to let you go. This thing is really good to me today, but I got to let you go. And so we got to understand that there's going to come a time. Hmm? where people are going to want to have itching ears. They want you to tell them what they want to hear. But we got to stay with the truth. We got to stay devoted to God and to God's word alone that it will continue to produce and perpetuate spiritual growth. And to all of us that want to pursue God, as David talked about in Psalms 42, and have a habit to shape our hearts David had a heart that was after God, but we must also have our heart shaped that it will be toward God. I know you got the Holy Ghost and all of that, but we still need working on. Praise the Lord. And so these are the faithful words of Elder Newsom. I could go a little bit farther, but we're just going to turn it loose at this time. Um, but these are the six roots to discipleship. We're dealing with uh, root number two, which falls under the heading of devotion. And we're talking about this week, spiritual growth. We're going to pick it back up at the Lord's will on Wednesday. If the Lord's will, if we can come back on Wednesday, if we're in town, uh, we're going to pick it back up on Wednesday, if the Lord's will. But we want to uh, give these final words to you. Uh, as we talk about spiritual uh, growth, there's three C's to spiritual growth. Hmm? Number one. 
There must be communion with God. All glory be to God. There must be compassion. Hmm? And there must be a connection with the Holy Spirit. All glory be to God. And if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you can't have the connection. All glory be to God. I got to get out of here. And these three C's, communion, hmm? compassion, and connection. Jesus, when he was with the multitude, he never left the multitude without feeding him. He was filled with compassion. Hmm? All glory be to God. And there's no way you could be filled with the Holy Ghost and not love people. All glory to God. Hmm? Because God is love. Praise God. And when we're devoted and we're growing spiritual like we need to grow, we will be developing these three C's underneath our spiritual growth. We will have the three C's, which deals with communion. That's you and God and God alone. We should have a communication time where we commune with God, where God talks to us and deal with us. We don't do all the talking in prayer. Glory. Hmm? Sometimes I just get before the Lord and just let him deal with me. Praise God. And then we, oh, glory be to God. We should have compassion. God let you see different deficiencies in yourself and in others and in the world and in your community huh? and in your church. He let you see different deficiencies, not to complain and, 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 and frown upon people and draw away from folk, but so you can have a more compassion and love to help them. Glory. Hmm? Help them get over the hump because such were some of you, but you've been washed in the blood of the lamb. And so we're encouraged today uh, as we share these uh, words of hope. And there must be a connection. Hmm? All glory be to God. And he said, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he or she is none of his. If you claim to be connected to God, you got to have the love of Jesus deep down in your heart. All right. These are the words, the faithful words of Elder Newsom with the faith in God Internet TV. Continue to pray for us as we pray for you. We love you with the love of the Lord. We're going to thank you. Uh, for joining the broadcast today. And we uh, do appreciate you joining us today. Uh, with no further ado, uh, we want to say God bless you. Uh, we love you with the love of the Lord. And thank you for joining the Faith in God Internet TV broadcast. God bless you in Jesus' name.